I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The legends are going on tour. And again, there's a silver lining. Dublin, February 27th, 2014. Olympic Theatre Dublin. Jamie Carragher and Diddy Haman. Their Champions League story. Robbie Fowler, Steve McManaman and Jason McAteer. Norway, 26th and 27th of March, 2014, in Oslo and Bergen. All the details online, 5times.co. Tickets already selling fast. Don't be the one to miss out. 5times.co. This is, I almost fucked this up, this podcast. I never know how to introduce it, you know. Uh, Five times from the hill. Could you kind of say good morning, good afternoon, or anything? Because you don't know where people are, are listening to it, you know. If they're listening to it in another part day. of the world. Oh, hello. Say good hello. Day. And welcome to the Hilton. Hello. This is Ian St. John. Yeah. I was and alongside me are two Muppets. A couple of fucking Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and, and then what happens is on the other side. <laughs> oh, yeah, then, yeah. Come on then. Right, okay. Okay. <clears throat> hello and welcome to the Liverpool Football Association former players podcast uh, here at the Hilton Hotel. This is Ian St John presenting today, and with me I've uh, got Roy Evans, as we all know, yeah, and blast from my past, and Jim Beglin, who hasn't been on the program before, Jim, first time. No, 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 I've been been on a couple oh, of have times. You? Saying, yeah, not with yeah. me, you haven't. Well, I thought it was your first time as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just showed, are they keeping us apart? <laughs> For what, yeah. for what reason? Maybe. Different as a part. We must have the same opinion on everything. <laughs> Great minds and all that. <laughs> or maybe we'll start arguing. <laughs> keep, the Irish, chance of that yeah, keep, keep the Irish and the Scots apart. Just <laughs> remember, it is our country, by England. Yeah. Let's get on with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, we'll stand up when you come under them. Yeah. Uh, oh, talking about, uh, boys, about uh, legends, and uh, we have to promote because this is what we, we do here in the five times we're going to promote uh, things that we do uh, we do a lot of things for charity uh, and we also do you know little gigs speaking gigs and whatever around the country and uh, we've got some coming up um, the five times legends and uh, we're in Dublin in February Birmingham in March Norway and I was over there recently terrific that's in March uh, and you've got a chance to see Robbie Fowler McManaman, and Carragher Barnes, Haman, Aldridge and McAteer we're not there lads but uh, to talk about the good old days so details you can find on www.5times.co ok now we, what about the football at the moment lads again we're, we're up there and I think competing maybe do we think maybe for the title or are we just competing to be in the, the top four Roy um, I think most of it, first of all, is I think the top four. I think you, you, that's the, 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 the basic thing you want to do. You want to get into that top four. We haven't been there for, for a long time. Um, and it's important, I think, for the club and the fans that we get back in there. That gives you the ability, I think, to buy some of the top players yeah. and to hold on to your top players in, 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 in many cases as well. Um, 
but the back of your mind you've always got to have and I, don't, I think it's the manager I think he's been very clever Brendan uh, at the back of his mind he must think well maybe we've got a little bit of a chance somewhere and right. you've, got to, you've got to believe a little bit if you don't believe I think so, yeah. if you don't believe you can't win it uh, having said that if, if you're looking for reality and you're looking at the uh, the latest performances which have been great to watch I have to say I've, been, I've enjoyed watching uh, some of the football I thought we were lucky over the Christmas period with a couple of poor decisions that went against us um, but you know we went to Stoke and to win there because we haven't won more before and, and, yeah. and it was great um, yeah we've got problems defensively we've got to sort out but overall I'm really enjoying the football and, and, and hopefully you know if we can improve on the defensive side we can improve on our league position Jim are we top four or are we going to even go a little bit better on that well I've, I've been saying since the start of the season that top four is the reality I mean I think this this is kind of bonus time that you know six points off, off the pace at this stage I think the half term report read really well for Brendan Rodgers um, and although it's very disappointing what happened at Man City where at least the draw was deserved sure. and then the Chelsea result where maybe you know the Man City game caught up with Liverpool a little bit Um I just think that it, it's not necessarily a negative because I think had there been two good results in those games, I think everybody then gets the expectation way up there. And I mean, you would have experienced that before or yourself when you were managing, kind of got close to things as well. I think when the pressure kind of can increase a little bit. So it's not such a bad thing in many ways to stay under the radar a bit because it could be one of those seasons, you know. Because yeah. Man City in the early part of the season were a bit kind of hit and miss um, their away form was a bit dodgy Chelsea of course seem to be getting it going a bit defensively now and that kind of dogged defensive thing but you know if they have a little kind of blip or two in the latter half of the season then maybe it could be you know Liverpool that pounce and, and kind of make up the ground so I think just staying a little bit off the pace is not necessarily a bad thing it's the most interesting season for a long time yeah. for me I think it's the most everyone's more or less together no one's 15 well, points ahead uh, so, so it's, is it if there's a bit of dog eat dog as, as the season comes to its conclusion, where they start, the teams at the top all start taking points off each other, and Liverpool stay on a run, then you can you can just slip through there, can't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's that's great. Time. The way we're playing in the, in the attacking side of it is, is fantastic. I mean, it's been Suarez, great to see Sturridge back. Coutinho for me has had a little spell but yes. he's not quite been at his best since the injury but if, he's, yeah. if he was to get back to that level again then you yeah. know you've got some attacking force I've said it before on different things Steven Gerrard playing a bit deeper for me is not what I want to see him but you know, I'd rather see Lucas and Henderson behind him somewhere do you, do, you think, him, do you think he did that more so because it was Stoke and he just wanted a little bit more kind of yeah but I think he's done it in a lot of the games I'm not sure whether that's what Steven likes I mean obviously Steven is a big influence on he built, not build a team man Stephen but Stephen will have a big say in where he plays and yeah. for me where he plays at this minute just deeper than everybody else is that he gets a lot more possession but it's easy possession yeah. he's not under pressure and he doesn't influence the game as much right, yeah. as he does when he goes further forward yeah. when Lucas going further forward well he's never going to score you no. a million goals yeah. he's got to be he's got to be the up and out sitter for me mm. although of course he doesn't have the same same range of passing as Stephen so he, it's, a, it's a bit you know, catch 22 but for me yeah. I'd rather see Maybe two or three more years of Stephen further forward at his very, very best, and maybe five of them just sat back in that defensive role. I, th I think that is one of the, the questions that fans ask all the time: is that what is the best position for Stephen and, and our team? The, 
what he did at Stoke, I mean, he could play that with an overcoat on, couldn't he? I mean, it, it's so easy for him, sitting there, getting it and knocking it and, you know, bossing the game. I thought he was terrific. I like him, like you were saying, Roy, I like him to be in the edge of the box. Yeah. I like him to be up there, you know, back, backing up. There. Yeah, backing up. There, yeah. And because, I mean, he's got a great shot, he can see openings, he's, no, he, he's just such a clever player. So you, you, you miss him in the attacking sense uh, when you play him deep. But then again, <laughs> again, you know, we've we got to look at our, our back four and say, well, maybe they need a bit of help. Would you say so, James? Well, the, the first thing, I mean, I did the game on Sunday. I was down there at uh, the Britannia. And when I had a little look at Stoke in advance, the first thing I kind of noted about Stoke was stop the crosses. Because Tony Pulis might have gone but they're still as direct as you yeah. like and they're still powerful and they get it forward early and, and you've got to stop them crossing the ball and I thought that's an area Liverpool could have done a little bit better maybe Johnson and, and Sissoko at times but, I think um, they did it well for about as Brendan said for about 38 minutes yeah. and then well, they did, yeah, and, and the first time they knocked off it cost them a goal yeah so, but you know, so, sometimes as well, I, I'd actually be much more positive about that in general. On the back of what Roy said, I love what Liverpool are doing going forward. The fact that Sturridge came back with those two together again, they were at it. I mean, you know, and and it's not just a case of Liverpool being better in possession. I think the counter-attacking is devastating now yes. with, with the two of those boys. That, that's another element to the game which I think is really good. But. Um, I think some games can develop a personality of their own and, and we've all been in them you know you're trying to get a bit of control on things you want to keep it tight but it just takes off in that direction so I wouldn't be too hard on things defensive yes improvements have to be made but it's just one of those I'd rather be winning 5-3 <laughs> yeah, than boring 1-0 yeah, yeah. by a million miles you know, but, yeah. but you know you know down by the end of the day that somewhere you start playing yeah, the better teams course, yeah. and if you don't defend yeah. well the problem I have with the defensive side of it is that they're not defending well individually and they're also not defending well as a unit and, and, and you know that obviously defending sometimes starts from the front yeah. now I think Suarez does a great job in that he closes people down he makes it you know, the, the, the midfield does a reasonable job on that somewhere along the line they've got to get a better unit defensively even the goalkeeper for me and I'm not looking at the negative mm. side I'm just trying to say where we need to improve he's got to start coming up for a few more crosses at the end of the day because he, he looks a little bit suspect great shot stopper for me brilliant um, you know, to just give them lads a little bit more confidence, he maybe has to start coming for a few more balls. I mean, it's not as if it's new either, because I mean, I remember Brendan Rodgers saying like, pre-season that, looking last season, because he changed the style of play, it opened Liverpool up a little bit defensively. They were kind of leaking goals last season that they shouldn't have been, um, and it's kind of carried into this season as well. I mean, at the start of the season, it looked as if three one-nil wins to open the season. It looked as if it was tightening up a little bit, but as things have gone by. It's kind of it's it's opened up again. And there's been no continuity in the defence, yeah. as there've been well, that, different players. That's all the, the other thing yeah. as well. I mean, he, he has tinkered a fair bit with the defence. Remember him playing four centre backs against Southampton. He had a back three for a while. On on Sunday, looking back, and I know it's something you played with. Would you have gone to Stoke with three central defenders? I, I, you know, you you, you, yeah. you can still kind of if if Sturridge was a little bit fitter, you can still go with the two up front. But maybe three and then and wing backs at Stoke. Maybe you would go that way. Be only, only Brendan can pick that team. He can only see what goes on here and how they, and the way they play. It's 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 a, it's a choice the manager has to make, isn't it? Um, I did it because I, I thought it gave it a little bit more solidity defensive-wise. When we played as a four, we were, we were always a little bit exposed. And it's a bit like one thing again. If you attack and attack and attack, obviously you leave yourself a little bit more open. And you know I had, I had similar problems at the end of the day, but. 
I do believe if you're going to win championships or you're going to get into top fours, you've got to have a good basis at the defense, defensive end of the, the pitch. Do you think then, with the, the transfer window coming to a close shortly, um, do we need another defender? Do we need somebody in there? Maybe, maybe you do, maybe you don't at the end of the day, but I'm not a great lover of this, this, this January window because I don't think you get the best players. I think you've, you're, you're sort of spending your money on something that might, might improve your squad yeah. and might not. I mean, having said that, we got Suarez in that. In that window, and, yeah. and Coutinho and, as well, Coutinho. And, so I'm, storage. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, are you going to take? Are you going to take that back? What you said? <laughs> no, no. I just don't like it. The window. Sometimes, yeah. I, and I think if you desperate stakes, and yes. sometimes you get calls out. Certainly, the, the lower clubs they throw the money in. Uh, I'd rather wait till it was planned or whatever. Yeah. I try and if, if there was one outstanding one that came on, and you think, yeah, yeah. that's the one I want, then yeah, the, the owner should back it. Yeah. Because don't forget, Aga. Um, gets injured that has been injured and, and really hasn't been a force this year and you know there's a lot of talk that, that he's thinking about moving anyway so you know if, if he goes out well we need somebody to replace him don't we uh, quite right yeah you, but I suppose you've still got that like Sacco, Sacco Martin you like Kelly you like um, I, I think he's strong in the air I think he probably had he been at Stoke he might have maybe done a little bit better or, you know brought a bit more command to things um, I think he's a bit jittery at times on the ball, I kind of you know look at him and can, can you trust him in certain situations under a bit of pressure? But um, I, I think you you have to give him, I suppose, a little bit more time because he is new to it. Yeah, he's new. And, you know, and, and yeah. as is Suzuko, uh, it is another one. Well, who... I think left back is it is a kind of a problem area now. Right. Um, I I'm not sure whether he's going to kind of develop sufficiently Sissoko to, to make the grade I think he's he's probably he's got a few shortcomings shall we say and I'm a great believer that your two full backs now are vital vital well, be, in, in the game yeah. I think oh, the yeah, so, game yeah. they really are they yeah. give you the width that you need and, and, they, and the they, service to the front players they've, they've, got well. to, they've got to be able to defend yeah. them they've got to be able to yeah. attack with the, the final product but ours don't have that really I don't think, at this moment but you know that's even going back to kind of my time in the side as much as I was encouraged to go forward, and sometimes we played with a three and myself and Stevie Nicol would push on, my first job was as a defender. Exactly. I to, my, that was my job, and that's, that's what I had to kind of focus on. That was the priority. And, and I'm not sure that, you know, with, with what's there at the moment, I think Glenn Johnson's a top notch well, fullback, don't get a, me wrong. Yeah. But at times, he, he as well can be found wanted a little bit on, on doing the basics and getting the fundamentals right as a defender. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an area where, where both fullbacks. Jose Enrique's had an operation, so he's, he's kind of out. But I, I mean, even the likes of Luke Shaw at Southampton, I know there's a lot of people chasing yeah. him. But you know, good young fullback, and I, yeah. I think Liverpool could do with somebody, somebody solid, certainly at left back. I mean, Glenn, Glenn at the minute, Glenn Johnson at the minute is, is between the devil and the deep two yeah. seas. Neither defending or yeah. getting results at the other end. Now he's, he just needs to look at his game a little bit, me, and think, well, as you say, prioritise. You have to, be, as a fullback, you have to be a defender. And when you get a chance to go forward, then you've got to produce something. So if he can improve again, we know he's got it in him. But just at this moment, he's getting caught in just some daft positions, yeah. and experienced I, players shouldn't get that. Yeah, and uh, defensively, he's, he's never been the greatest defender. I, no. I think we would all, <coughs> excuse me, hold a hand up to that one. But attack-wise, I think we should get more from him. He can get in positions, and we, we've seen fullbacks and other teams get in those positions, coming in from the corner of the box, and you know him on his left foot. 
And I'm thinking, Glenn, you, you should be banging these balls at the target here, you know, because he can get there. And I don't think if he himself has got the, the confidence to finish it off, to go on. I think you're spot on there as well. As you say, so if he's not like giving us something attacking wise, he's not defending well, mm. we've got a little bit of a problem there, haven't we? Yeah. I mean, and we do know that, I mean, I'm not knocking Glenn Johnson, only because we know he's got so much more in his locker. Yeah. Lack of confidence a little bit, somebody come back from injury, you know, something. A lot of things happen to football that makes it more difficult. But him at his best would be fantastic. Yes. But at this moment, he's he's not like we talked about. Coutinho is not quite at his best. So, yes, yeah. Certainly, home. I, th- I think the model is is Man City, isn't it? Look what Man City's fullbacks are doing at the moment: Zabaleta and Kolarov. Kolarov threatens it to death. Maybe, you know, they're, they're they're brilliant, and and the kind of you know often when he picks this kind of full strength side you'll have Nazri and you'll have Silva like drifting inside so the two fullbacks and the late runs they make are, are, are brilliant right, yeah. the way they time it they've got it off to a tee at the Etihad you know if Liverpool could get something like that going then yeah you get much more value out of at both sides well I think to get that to be fair obviously we're talking about the back four but it's, it's about the whole team the back four needs to be a more consistent yeah, as a structure unit. as a so, unit. Yeah. But we've been unfortunate with injuries, we've had to change. You know, Tory was injured, and then yeah. um, Agger's always yeah. getting little niggles. Yeah. If we could get something that's there, you know, again, when you played in, in, in when you were winning leagues, your, your back form is consistent. Mostly, mostly yeah. played all the games. All the time. You know what I mean? It's, all it's the an time. area you don't so kind of tweak. You don't, it, yeah. well, I don't only Ben is tweaking, he's just unfortunately he's had to well, deal yeah, because, of, because of injuries. Yeah. yeah. Well, can I take us uh, on now to the attacking side of the game, boys? And I've got, I've got a, a bit out of the press this week about... Uh, You're not going to become Lewis. a stat man. Uh, well, I'm you? just going to bring this up, <laughs> the stat man. I mean, I'm, stats drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I may have said that on this podcast before. But it You're me. not your own I am from the old school where you look at the game and you go, yeah, they're attacking, they're good at this and they're good at that. And that's your judgment. But someone will come in and give you a bit of paper and say they had, you know, seventy-eight percent of this and the, and their possession of this and that. And you're going, well, and you got know. beat three 0 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, I mean, well, Aston Villa. Who about Aston Villa? I mean, Paul Lambert said, you know, he said, I don't care if we get possession. And I thought, well, that's crazy, son, because you know, if you've not got possession, it means the other team have got possession. And you can't score if you you've got the ball. Daft, you said you know, a few daft things lately, hasn't he? FA Cup as well. Yeah. Said a few daft things yeah. lately, really, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think the pressure's building on him. But <laughs> I mean, you can only score if you've got the ball. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Tottenham had, had a higher percentage of possession at the Etihad, and they lost six nil. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is all. The, you know, I'm telling you, you could shoot them down. But so I've got this one here. I thought I'll bring it along. Uh, king Louis. So now he's now the king. So we've got the king. But is he? Question here: Is he going to be the best ever? That's saying something. Liverpool striker. We, we've had some real crackers over the years. But the, the record for the Premier League is 34 goals in the Premier League, not the way it was before. Uh, 34 goals, and that was uh, Alan Shearer, Andy Cole, and you know. Now, our man's got 22 now, and he missed five games due to yeah. indiscretions. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but. He has got 22 goals in 16 appearances. A, a percentage, whatever this means, 1.38 percentage. Uh, so he, he, he's leading. He's leading the goals tally at the moment. It's just incredible to think that, you know, having missed five games, he's up there leading it all. Can he go on? I mean, can he? I think he can. Of course, I do. 
to break the record. Yeah, the Premier League record. Yeah, and 34 em goals. An emphatic yes, and I think if he does it, having given everybody a five-game start, it'll be all the more, more incredible. Unbelievable, isn't it? It's. It, I think he's got everything. Saying he's got. I mean, to start with, I, I, I don't remember seeing a player, Peter Beardsley maybe, in, in, in some fashion, but most strikers try to keep the ball as far away from defenders as they can. He turns back into them. He turns, them. And, and he turns into the legs and everything. Plays yeah. one-twos off the shins yeah. and, and, and yeah. means it. And, yeah. and means it. And means it. Yeah. Yeah. They can't sort their feet out, the nutmegs he gets, but he's got all that kind of deftness in the box. Right. He can. All, he's got all the trickery in the world, and yet he's got a power from range as well. And, and his, his dead ball plus expertise. his work rate yeah. team play yeah. I mean, the, the lad's got more or less everything in many ways you know what I mean yeah. um, you know again but I, I, and aren't we looking at a kind of a I, I think we're looking at a, a more mature version now I think you know I, I think the fact that he's committed himself without a guarantee of Champions League football to the club is a good thing I think having the armband for, for a little while yeah, while yeah. Stevie was out I think is good he's got more responsibility now and I think he realises now his position he's more of a, a role model I think he's very conscious of, of his behaviour and so mm -hmm. I, I think we're looking at a, a much better version all around I think he's a better better person as well I think if you go back to, to previous seasons when he played his, his actual scoring rate was pretty average pretty poor and I remember talking to Rushy about him and he said if he would, if he'd be a better finisher, he'd be a great player. <laughs> no, no. And last yeah. year, to be fair, well, he, I mean, yeah. he was scoring like one in six or one in ten. He, like, I mean, he, he wasn't putting the thing away. Now, by the way, it's such wood. He's phenomenal. Everything he gets, you think is going to go in. And if it doesn't go in, he's back up. What's next? What's well, next? that's what I like about him. Now he, he, he stopped all that, like, sitting around looking at referees and rolling yeah. around and yeah. all the things yeah. that he did in his, his early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think. You know, somebody has got to him and said, "You know, yeah. just play the game, son." Yeah. And everybody will love you for it. Somebody just said play. to me the other day, "Who was the greatest player to play for Liverpool?" And of course, it's so difficult because yeah. it's, like, it's normally about four, it's normally about forwards, isn't it? At the end of the day, so you, but, so we've had we've had a load of great defenders, midfield players, forward. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's but, why but you at this moment, talk about at this moment in time. He's, he's a got a bit of everything. Yeah. To be fair, he's different to oh, anyone we've ever yeah. had. I mean, he's he's like Kenny with a bit of bit more pace. Um, he's got something. Then he, he just when he hasn't got the ball, he still works for the team. Yeah. Well, well, I think I think that, that his first goal at Stoke, when I know Stoke defended terrible, but but he chased it. A lot of strikers yeah. might have just thought, well, oh. I've got no. He chased Seriously. it. He hung in there. And you know as well, and I think you know, I played against one or two decent strikers myself, and it's true. You know, I think as a defender, when you know he's on your tail and he's on your case yeah. you get a little bit kind Energy. of yeah you kind of think <laughs> about it a bit more I wouldn't get and a bit yet he'd be really I, just, edgy, I, <laughs> I think he does that to people now and I think he causes mistakes similar to Stoke because he's got defenders yeah. he's got defenders really kind of worried about yeah. what's what's you know ch chasing them from behind twitching the nice yeah. thing about him by the way where did he play? What position did he really play? Wants to. What position did he play? I mean, <laughs> Whatever he fancies. But you know what? You know, I'm just saying, we've been talking a lot about this. We get obsessed with formations yeah. and right. who should stand where. When a game kicks off, I mean, a lot of it can yeah. be down to your instinct, can it? Yeah. Your initiative. Yeah. And, you know, you, you play by feel. Yeah. Um, and certainly with, and with where the ball teams, is, you just let them get on And with in it, the modern you? game, most managers really want players to say, well, you, this is what you do, this and then they, they all, Not overcoaching, but a bit of overcoach if you like. This lad just seems to go out. I mean, I don't know what Bender says to him. I, would just, I know what I would say to him, just go out yeah, and play. Good, yeah. And I tell you what I really think is, is, is great as well is that for Sturridge to come in 
and work out how to play in and around him. Yes, there's yeah. even there's even maybe a greater feat. I think it's brilliant the way yeah. they don't get in each other's way. Sturridge no. just thought, okay, what's you and I know. Where and don't be. seem uh, and don't seem to be like, jealous of the other player, you know, and, and try to be greedy himself. I mean, they're playing each other, in, aren't they? Well, uh, which that, is good. It's, it's a great thing, except that one time in the stock game of the day, uh, Sturridge um, Suarez just got a goal of Sturridge and then Louis was trying to give him one back when he probably should have shot should and then shot, two, yeah. two minutes later then he, he could have given the better ball yeah. and he shot I mean you've got to make the decision on the pitch yeah. as it comes yeah. but, he, but, but they did he did return the compliment oh, they did, didn't yeah, he because yeah, yeah. I mean, storage scores at the end but you know I, I honestly think that there was a little loving as well after one of the goals wasn't it you could all see right. that two of them right. have a great respect and an appreciation of each yeah. other um, I, I think they're going to pull each other on I, yeah. I think yeah. the fact that you know he's Sturridge has been sat there watching Luis Suarez just have an unbelievable time of it. Record number of goals, 10 goals in, in December for a Premier League player. No other Premier League player scored double figures in a single month. And I think he's just thought, I want a piece of that. I want the, nice thing was, the nice thing was for Daniel is that when Louis was out in the first five games, and he had a really good spell, That's and that exactly. gave him great yeah. confidence. Scored the winner in the first three you, games. Didn't you, when yeah. you first come to Liverpool, it's a great boost for your, yeah. your confidence, isn't it? Yeah. Now, did, did you know... Here's a start for you, Jim. <laughs> Did you know that Suarez has scored three goals with his left foot? He scored 16 with his right foot. So you would say he's one-footed? No, no, he's not one-footed. But he scores six most of his goals with his right foot. How many headers? He said three headers. Because I think he's not a bad header. No, he's yeah. okay. You know, and uh, outside the area, seven. So, and some of, of them have been stunning well, goals. Yeah. How many? 30 yards. You know the nice thing about all his goals? And yeah. They're all different. Well, I mean, he, he has 15 yeah. goals inside the area. And I think that's a, that's a, I think that's that's a, a crucial one. For and me, all, I mean, yeah. if you talk about yourselves and Robbie Fowlers, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't score many yeah. outside the box. No, I don't. your power. Being at the right place at the right time is a gift. You know, you can't. You can talk to people about it and help them. Robbie Fowler. I mean, when you're in the crowd, when you're in the crowd on the penalty Michael area, Owen and you can find a, find a, a yard or yeah. two, and you, you're the man that sticks Roger it Hunt, yeah. they all had the eye. I mean, Roger was a big, powerful lad. He scored goals outside the box. But if you're an out-and-out striker, if you don't get goals in the 18-yard box and the six-yard box, then you're missing well, the trick. Yeah. I think that is a, a very telling stat. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's almost unstoppable. And he scored three from three kicks. Well, we know he takes a brilliant free yeah, kick. Yeah, yeah. He's only scored three, but I mean, he's, he's trying to score more with him, isn't he? Because he's, you know. I mean, entertainment value. I mean, absolutely phenomenal. Luis Suarez on his own. Oh, is, yeah. I mean, you talk about we we're fortunate when we do go. We very rarely have to pay, but I would pay to watch him. Yeah. Well, he, now this is where the start thing goes a bit crazy here. Yeah. <laughs> shooting accuracy. You think, well, he's up there, you know, he's leading goal scoring and all that. No, no. Who's ahead of him in shooting accuracy? Ramsey from Arsenal, Hazard at Chelsea, Lukaku of Everton and Aguero of Man City are all ahead of him in terms of shooting accuracy. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? This is what, I'm, we, <laughs> yeah. what we started talking about, these stats. What the what does I that have one mean? shot and it's on target, I'm ahead of him. The biggest thing he's done, he's, he's improved yeah. that ratio of, of shots on goal yeah. to, and, to, to goals. Talking yeah. the stats, by the way, I remember we were laughing about it in the press lounge before we went out to do our stuff on Sunday at the Britannia. Stokes... 
Um, most shots at goal, Peter Crouch, 24. <laughs> Liverpool, most shots, at, most shots at goal, Luis Suarez, 74. He's had 50 more yeah. shots than, than Peter Crouch. Yeah, so yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. 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 Without having that stat to hand. I'm just counting you, stat, by the way. Without having that stat to hand. If we were having a conversation, you said, who would you fancy? Peter Crouch is exactly. exactly. Yeah. Well, the thing, yeah. who, who's, who's next? Is it Aguero who's kind of next in line in the Premier League goal scoring table now? Well, and, he, and he's kind of, he's way down, he's, he's way behind them. So it, 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 it is quite phenomenal what he's doing. And to tell you the truth, the stats here, I, I've got to cover that. Uh, well, he's breaking, I mean, it just says he's, he's breaking all the records. Uh, Hello, Manchester City. I just told me keeps on doing. Oh, yeah. well, that's the biggest thing for us, isn't it? Really. What, what, I'm, what I have a lot of worry about is, see, if he has a little dry spell, which can happen yeah. to all forwards, I've had that throughout the years. You can have a little dry spell. Now, if he does, Sturridge has has got to obviously be, be scoring goals. If both of them have a dry spell, who else is going to weigh in? Do you think? Do you think with as I I feel his mentality is that. It won't. If he has one, if, he had, if it's a couple of days, it's a couple of games, it doesn't happen for him. It doesn't bother him. It seems to me to just go, okay, next one. What's next? What's next? He I mean, that's the great thing about him. He had seventy shots a goal. He may have only scored twenty-five, but he misses a chance. I mean, you know, as a coach, and you talk to top players over the year. I don't mind you missing chances. Mm. Just make sure you keep getting in the position because yeah, yeah. it'll well, go well, in the back of the net well, if you keep getting there. Well, the other thing is, I mean, if he does now, I mean, there's every likelihood for the Villa game that he's going to start with Suarez and Sturridge. Yes. So, I mean, if Suarez does hit a little blip, then there's every chance that Sturridge is going to yeah. start chipping in anyway. Yeah, but I think it's, again, you know, I, I agree with that. It's great having Sturridge back, but other people have still got to... Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm just got to think, OK, our goal scorers are them two. It's well, got to be Henderson. It's got to be Stephen. You know, well, what, 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 Sterling's what, yeah. on Sterling. their form again. Sterling, yeah. He's doing, doing well, really yeah. well again. Yeah. Just going to mention him there, Sterling. I mean, if yeah. we, I think we'd all be looking for the little fella Sterling to convert some of the good stuff he's doing now. He, he looks stronger. Agreed. You know, he's getting past defenders, and I'm looking for him now to stick the ball in the net. Yes. Not like not like regularity the way that, that uh, Suarez does, but. To start getting on the sheet again. I'm sure they're kind of working on that with him right. in training because there's been a few times this season where he's actually gotten through and then he's had a heavy touch which has kind yes. of let, let him down. But I think importantly as well for for, uh, for Sterling is that I think Brendan Rodgers had a little kind of public dig at him in the terms of yeah. sort yourself out, sort your private life out and get your focus back on your football. And he has and he's playing really... He just needs to get a little composure back in his finishing now. Mm -hmm. And I think you've got... But are you going you, back to Louis Suarez? Are you going back to Louis Suarez? The season before, or the season before that, Spurs was like that. He wasn't getting his fair share. He was getting in the positions, and now he's starting to score. His confidence is high. Sterling for me is, is now getting into these positions. The confidence has got to come. He's going to start sticking a few in. He got a, he got through against Stoke at the weekend, and he got the penalty. Yeah. He got the penalty because he didn't know what to do. He's yeah. actually got him. Instead yeah. of like saying, oh, "By the way, I, I'm just going to go direct into that box. I'm going to like go past the guy and score." He's looking for something. Sometimes it's not there. You've got to have that confidence to go on yourself. Yeah. But okay, he's getting it. I think he's improving all the time. I think there's still a lot of improvement to come. Yes. Um, do, do you know what I liked about him as well at times, Rod? Because he, he got back a couple of times as well, tried to help yeah. out defensively. There's a kind of a 
not necessarily aggression, but but he's kind of standing up to the physical side of things a bit better now. He's not just kind of a, a lightweight winger getting by. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Back helping out. I think he can be a little more physical as well. He seems to kind of be. Uh, I've learned the game a little bit in that regard, and and and, and I like that about him as well. You know, he's he, strong. I just he wish strong. sometimes he'd be a little bit more direct. You know, sometimes, obviously, with the pass of the game, there's the more passing game than maybe years ago. Mm. And, you know, sometimes you're wide or you're, you're in a position, and mm. you've got one one against one. Mm. Certainly, in, certainly, he's only 19 year old. Yeah. Certainly, you know, in, in they're half the, the pity yeah. and like, one against one, yeah. go for it. Well, I think yeah. you lose it there. I don't I think, mind you losing it there. Well, we all remember that decision at Man City. I thought Man City very clever as well. The way they were trying to kind of utilize him on the break, yeah. and he was making those diagonals from from out to from in right across. That was good, brilliant, good running. brilliant, yeah. brilliant stuff. You know, so I think, especially away from home on the break, I think he's a he's kind of he's a big factor now, isn't he? With, oh, the, with that with yeah. that pace. Well, I thought in in the City game, I thought it was terrific the way they were working. Now, obviously, they, I would have thought they'd done it at training. Yeah. Where they were on the break, and he would come from the right wing position, yeah, if you yeah. like, through the centre forward position, cut right in there, and it was brilliant. And you know, City didn't know how to counter that, really, did they? And uh, so, I think Brendan is, is doing a lot of good work with these these young fellas. And the fact that Sterling is only a kid yet—I mean, 19 year old—you know, he's still learning the game, obviously, and getting stronger, as you say, being able to hold people off a bit better. So. I, if he if he can again turn that into the odd goal or two, and you've got Coutinho, who Roy was saying had gone off the boil a bit, uh, he gets. I mean, he the other day there he, he cleared a couple of chances, hasn't yeah. in the last couple of games, uh, and not finished. So if if he can start putting the ball in there, then we, we're looking at Liverpool doing what City are doing. And that's scoring like loads of goals per game. Not that far off, by the way. I know. In terms of no, goals, we scored the five, but we're just doing them a bit well, more. Yeah. About yeah. So. Well, it is, you know, it's exciting then, yeah. isn't it? You know, if you've I, got I, all these all these potential scorers in your yeah. team, and you I, don't need then the the, the 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 holding guys of you like you know, say Henderson and and, and Lucas, yeah. they they can stay in the certain circle of the light, but because these other fellows. We'll get your goals. I, I I love it. I love it the, the way Liverpool are playing at the moment. I mean, we kind of played like that. We could kill a game back in the day yeah. in our time by knocking it back to a keeper who could then pick it up in his hands and all that. And you know, we we well, not we in did our case because our keeper you know, never in the wrong yeah. box. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but um, but but uh, I, he's pretty much dismantled everything that previously existed. Brendan, he's come in with a with a, a very clear kind of. Uh, 
blueprint um, and, and he's put a different structure in place he's brought some good players in um, and the football that's been played at the moment I'll, I'll take any day I think it's wonderful to see Liverpool on the front foot again yes. uh, rather than kind of we, we had a lot of defence and counter attacking didn't we for you know and I, I, I just I, I just think, I think it's, it's a treat what you said to him is great I think because they were very quick uh, to be on the manager's case when things go wrong by the way this moment in time I think there looks to be a real good camaraderie between the lads. The look as though they want to play for the manager. The manager obviously talks to him. He's a good talker, by the way. I mean, yes. when he first came, I thought he was one of them good talkers. Doesn't do much. I think he's done a great job so far. I really feel yeah. that I'm, I'm, I can see what he's trying to do. And I, I just think there's an improvement there all the time. Okay, he knows there's, there's room for more. So I, I think it's a big pat on the back for the manager because we'll say. And you know as well, I, I, I like what, what I heard from the dressing room at halftime at Stoke on Sunday, where supposedly he's gone and said to them, two 0 up, squandered the lead, two two at halftime, and then he's gone. Have you got the bottle? Yeah. You know, have you got the character yeah. in the bottle to, to go again Before, and go yeah. and win this? Because it was horrible. I mean, it's lashing oh. down, the wind's blowing around the Britannia. It's kind of and, and you're playing against a team who are very physical and feisty, and and I thought. Wonderful, especially when you hand two goals back, two poor goals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, well, yeah, I think that the Liverpool fans, who especially the older members, are so used to, to Liverpool teams that, that don't give in, that come back and you know have a go and try to win. Even and, even if you don't get it back, sometimes he's got at least a try yeah, to get back. Yeah. And trying to get a goal with it. I mean, that's that for me is a real positive side. So everything looks not too bad in the league, lads. The cup coming up uh, and Bournemouth. Won their game eventually against Bottom 4 1, uh, and we all travel down to Bournemouth. I mean, it, it's immediately you think, well, you know, that's that's fine, we're in the next round, but we, we know because we've played in the yeah. we know <laughs> that you know it's not that easy. No, I mean, that's the, I think that's the, 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 the key thing when it comes to this FA Cup tie. Don't get caught out, don't think it's easy, it never is. No. Go there and make it easy, like, go there and make it easy. Obviously, he'll make some changes, I think, at the end of the day. Although, does he need to? Because there's no games and we've got a reasonable rest at the end of the day and it's, it's, it's a bit further down the line. I know. But hey, go there and, and mean to win it. And try and win it early in the game for me. Get it out the way. Don't let them into it. Don't give them a shout. Because you know, we know over the years that, at the end of the day, these little, can give you, these little teams can give you a hard time if you don't. Step up Absolutely. And, and treat them with respect. Yeah. Well, I but think not too much respect. Yeah, if, if, if you look back, Bournemouth history in the FA Cup, didn't they beat Man United once upon a time? With Ted McDougall played. Yeah, they had a big Ted was with us, yeah. yeah. But, but on the back of what Evo says, yeah. he's absolutely spot on. It's your attitude. It's your, it's your attitude going in. You've got to get your kind of mind right. You can't go in with a kind of right. Managers well, yeah, of course. He's got to get it across. And no weakened team. No weakened Well, it's the one before the derby, isn't it? It's the game before the derby. And I just wonder whether Brendan Rodgers might have his eye on that. I mean, he'd love to win a cup. Whatever about kind of getting to in the top four it, doing yeah. the league I think he'd love to win a trophy as well um, so I, I, yeah. I'd i like to see him go pretty strong I'd like to see him go fairly strong I there's would, probably a, there's going to be a little change or two I'd imagine here when there. is the derby match is that on like, the 28th on the, the Tuesday on the Tuesday so, so okay yeah he, yeah. he might but having said that okay have you have your big guns on the bench? One thing about you, no Suarez won't want to sit on the bench. He hates yeah. sitting on the bench, you know, and he wants to no, play. No, he, would, he yeah. would want to play. Yeah, yeah. So I, see, I think the playing, winning, scoring, it's a great habit, it's a great way to, to, for the club to be running, and everybody wants to play because everybody wants yeah. to score goals and, and, and win games. 
and then this stuttering business of changing which teams do and we've done it as well changing maybe half a dozen players it, it, for me it, I think you're taking a risk I know you're it's a chance a risk. it's a chance to play some of your players and not getting chances but for me at the end of the day hey, you're, I lo- don't you're, look, you're looking to win a trophy at the end of the yeah. day I'm, I hate going back all the time in our day is that okay you lads played every game yes. yeah, sometimes with only 50 in it. things have changed and the squad well, they're they're big and they're trying to get there. But for me, it's still about uh, putting out a team that you think can win. Now, do we have, here's a question for you. Do we have, just say it wasn't Bournemouth, so say a, maybe a team with maybe more status than him. Do we have players in reserve that you, on the bench that you could say, right, we're going to play them uh, to win us the game? Who would you say, seriously, that's sitting on the bench? At Liverpool at the moment that you think should be in the team and I'll tell you something Roy, not a lot not a lot not a lot I mean in we fact I would say give me, a, give me a player give me a player that you would say yeah he should he should be playing I mean you look at you, obviously what's on the bench for us and you say are they better than the, the people that play for Bournemouth they should be yes but, but, but the, the whole idea of changing the, uh, your team six we or don't seven have players that. then you're trying to are they, how do they play together how do they go on and you just give them that little bit of an opening. I, I remember did the City game on Boxing Day, um, and City second half were able to bring on Milner, Jekyll, and uh, Garcia. Um, Liverpool brought on Aspas yeah. and Moses, and Moses has not had the great time. Aspas has found it difficult to settle in. There's definitely kind of um, not the depth of squad you'd like, yes. and I think he's not, looking not at that. Compared to City, and, ba- and basically, you know, the media boys, the, the guys who are around the club all the time, picking up from what they're saying that he wants a left back centre back midfielder and striker so right. it's like as if he wants to kind of strengthen the, the core of the side yeah. and he needs yeah. more backup but he knows that and bit by bit and as you said Roy not sure whether he's going to be able to get those players if the right player comes yeah. along you take him anytime yeah. Yeah. but not sure if you're going to get those players because a lot of clubs don't want to let players go at that time either because they, they're going to find it hard to replace them right. so uh, but yeah the squad certainly needs more, more strength. strength it does that, that, that but that go and try and win the game the FA Cup. I mean, the FA Cup should be. That's a, right. And I, the I, FA Cup should be a priority. If, for me. If, if Forget Brent, all these not uh, these teams. I say we, we, it's more important the league. But the FA Cup should be still be a priority. It's a major competition, and it's been devalued for me by the FA letting the Premier League take over. And it's oh, not the last game of the season now for yeah, me. Oh. The FA Cup was fantastic. And those type of games as well. Are kind of, they're still a kind of a first goal game. Yeah. Because if, if if they get the first goal, then the whole place lifts and they kind of have a belief all of a sudden that they might be able to take one of the giants down. You know, Liverpool get it, and you can see it plain sailing. Do the, do the people that run these competitions understand maps? Do they ever the look fans, where Liverpool are? For the fans, it's against it is Bournemouth. That's shocking. But they don't care about that. That's we've, shocking. We've seen that even over the festive period. Some of the journeys they've got to make. Are outrageous. They don't care about the fans. It's all about the TV companies and what they want. Does the FA care and about anything? I'm a, I, to be fair, these I days, think I really, F- I really am, care about FA. Well, in these deals, <laughs> in these deals, then that they do with the the TV companies, are they giving the TV companies too much power, too much influence to dictate the times? Well, that's all. Well, the they have money done. dictates the world, well, Jim. And yeah, you yeah. work in the industry, yeah. you know better than all of us. I yes. mean, even now we have a kickoff at ten past eight. Well, it can only be for television. 
for some reason that they get maybe more out I of thought, yeah. whatever, I, I was got the old uh, flicker in my hand last night and I thought I've missed them game can't be on here you know, 10 past 8 well that's because to, to make sure um, was a certain that? soap opera <laughs> make sure Coronation Street you know gets his regular slot that's that's as yeah. simple as that's, a, that's an ITV thing so. priorities yeah. yes but well as you know same with uh, your ITV connections yeah. you know over the years Coronation Street is, uh, is a little important uh, for them is yeah. it <laughs> don't ask me is it but, still on but does the FA does the FA actually rule anything yeah. the only time they make decisions and they made decisions with Luis Suarez yeah. and they made ridiculous decisions I mean to get banned from the, the amount of time he did Nowadays, what decisions do they make? For me, I mean, even going back to referees and obviously the referee oh, in Premier League and things like that. No. When are these referees going to be accountable to anybody? And I said it on television the other week, and Gary Neville said it the other day on Sky. They're not, they're not accountable to anybody. After the game, I mean, now they're getting paid good money. They're part of the television yes. thing. Why, why, why do they not go? on television and sometimes explain the decisions I don't mean to make it into a debate just go and say well this is how I saw it and just give us an, an insight to what they've done because there's so many poor decisions by the way it's a tough job they do a great job they do a great job in the main but so it's, they should be accountable maybe even a league table of referees that says well the top ones will you know do FA Cup games and uh, go to World Cups and things like that but there's no accountability from referees for me the, I think there should be the, the decision at the weekend when you in the Newcastle game where the shot went in was it City had clear, cleared yep. out to, to, to leave a player another day before the rule was changed the guy's blatantly offside about six yards or whatever offside but under the new ruling he would need to be interfering with the game in that position yeah. uh, and the referee decided that he was blocking Joe Hart's vision well it was the, the assistant wasn't it the oh, assistant yeah the how assistant can you tell how, how can he tell from yeah. you yeah. can't tell from that, that angle how can he tell yeah. nobody can tell yeah. from there well, the angle he was at it was Goof I mean I, I remember watching it at the time and it was Goofron moved now maybe he just thought Goofron was moving towards it he was actually moving away from it yeah. it, was, it was a scandalous decision but what followed though could have been avoided I mean I, I, Alan Pardew's done a pretty good job up at Newcastle um but I think he's he's a bit erratic at times. I think his behaviour. I think he, he in the past he stirred it. He stirs it a bit with with um, the opposition bench at times. Kind of he's a bit of a wind up merchant yeah. at times. And I think he probably regrets. Yeah, of course he does. He, he's let himself down. He's gone too far in in saying what he said to Pellegrini. Foul and you, abusive you, language. Listen, you can you can have a bit of a ding. I'm sure you had a few right in your time. But huh. but exactly, he <coughs> didn't he didn't need to take it to that level. No, but I think. Un- understand un- understand un- the frustration is there yeah. and also the cameras are on you now all the time I mean you see like managers players hand over the mouth referees even like stand there and they're talking to the linesman talking to them, hand over the mouth because the, the, t- the television cast is on and they're great lip readers at the end of the day hey we've called each other all sorts of names we've even had argy-bargy going up the tunnel yeah. Uh, yeah, it's part of life. Yeah. Uh, but nowadays, unfortunately, it's right in your face. In the old days, the managers used to sit in the stand. Shanks always sat in the stand. Yeah, <laughs> he never was in the dugout. No, that's right. No. Bob, Bob, would the Bob eventually get, go in the dugout? I think Bob, Bob, Bob was always a dugout man. I think yeah. Shanks was never a dugout man, was he? No, he'd never uh, been a most trainer. Most managers in them days never yeah. did the training and all the yeah. things. So when you've been down there, you, you find it difficult to go and sit up in the in yeah. the stands. I think. I, I think. Being up there in, in the stand is a place for them. I mean, a better view of the game. You know, if you're in dugouts, you're getting worm's eye view. You sit up in the stand, 
and it keeps him away from the fourth official. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, but it's yes. sticks you next to your chairman or your thing, and he's well, yeah, like that. You'd rather be down with the fourth. No, but I, I, I do think that sitting down there uh, and this fourth official standing there like a lemon, and uh, you, you're seeing a decision go against you, you jump up. You have a word with him, don't you? Yeah. What would you, you make it's not his fault, is it? It's not his fault, is it? It's not his fault. Listen, I think all that's fine. I think, and, and I think they know that, and I think they take that now, the fourth officials. But you need to keep it to a certain level. You don't need to kind of let it get get out of hand in terms of the language you use. And that's, that's, that's it's just unfortunate that it's picked up. I, mean, I don't think it was right, by the way, and he's, he has apologised. I'll, I'll tell you I, something. And by the way, I, the he, apology was accepted. Yeah, he's been, yeah. he's, he's yeah. no fool. He's, he's well, been, he's, 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 he maybe picked the right man to, to have a custom swear at. There's, there's other managers, if he'd have done that, might have given him a smack exactly in the youngest, mouth. He's not exactly Wouldn't a young boy. You, know what? you say, what, you, what did you say there when you called me? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we know if you'd have been sat on the bench, oh, I would have, have, I would have not have taken that. <laughs> 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 I mean, Paul is not exactly young, is he? Hey, he's not exactly, oh, he's not like, exactly yeah. young man, is he? Yeah. Like, like, young boy. Uh, yeah. So, but referees in general this this year, I think they've been poor. I think there've been a lot of very poor decisions. We've had our, our share of that in games. Decisions. Well, the two over Christmas, but oh, apparently, I mean, I didn't see the game. Shocker! Oh, yeah. Roy, believe me, yeah. the one at City oh. was it was, was yeah. a shocker. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you get them. I mean, you understand, and people say they even themselves out. Well, I don't think they do actually. Do you know? But on the offside ones, like you're talking about, the one at City, saying yeah. I, yeah. I, I can kind of maybe for, forgive a little bit more if the balls travel from a long way because you can't see both. Yeah. You can't see the guy who's, who's whipping that, the pass yeah. forward and the guy making the run. But when it's in a kind of a confined little space, which that pretty much was, yeah. as, as Sterling was slipped through. They should be able to take yeah. all that in. Was he close to the linesman? You know. Was he close to the linesman? Well, he's right in the middle of the pitch. He's no, kind of running out of the way. You know, but, but he should still. And I know there's a crossover because they're pushing up and Sterling's going the other way, which can. But, you know. But it, it was a bad one. It's the player who's playing the ball is not that far from the player receiving the ball. Yeah. So your focus is on yeah, the ball exactly. and you can see. And it was so blatantly on side. It's not as if, as you say, somebody was kicking it from deep in their own half and you've looked at it in the air and everything. Oh, he's awesome. And and the ruling used to be in favour of the the forward. If if there was any doubt, it was in the favour of the forward at the end of the day. Even if you go back to the the rules, you say, well, okay, when the Newcastle guy scored, he would say he's offside. But there was a referee's discretion. But you know what, though? It's been taken away now. All, All the assistants just watching them still they'd rather put a flag up and get stick for giving an offside that wasn't rather than not putting the flag up and allowing a goal that wasn't yeah. tell you that's what they do yeah. so the flag it, this benefit of the doubt just doesn't happen they'll just flag in my opinion anyway most of the time they just go well I'll get less stick for doing that so yeah. they just well flag. I don't think they should have that, that sort of thinking at all it should be a case of be, being good at their jobs yeah. and give what you think honestly and, and I think that's all we're asking is a bit of honesty but you know it. the other thing is I mean I remember there was I remember Glenn Hoddle particularly was like very strong on making referees professional and, and just kind of liaising more with players with clubs with each other and all that it still doesn't take away from the fact that you've got to call things in a split second and, and it is hard you and it's hard it, you get the it's same really hard. Hard. you know it's very hard so. I mean like Brendan got criticised or got done for you know, 8,000 quid for saying the guy it's know, geographical bias. Yeah. And by the way, he, he yeah. was he, Brendan was right, maybe not right to say it, and, and the implication for me wasn't that the guy cheated, but he should have never been put in that position by the FA or the Premier League that he lives in Greater Manchester 
and he's on the pitch you shouldn't give people a chance to say that oh well he's a local man union or not that should never have been that should never happen in the game and I don't know who points to him now is the Premier League or is it the FA I don't know who points to the referees these days but from mm-hmm. line, they, they should, league, league. They should league. never league. have appointed that guy and I'm not saying for one minute that he had anything in his mind or any referees because I think our referees are straightforward lads and it's a tough job but they shouldn't be put in that position well I, I go back to the, the days when the, when the referees when I was playing for the first time they came up with an idea and they said the referees are going to go into the dressing room and, and talk to the players before the game right so we, we're all getting our boots on knock on the door yeah. and you come ref Shanks is there. and uh, Mrs Shankly I'd just like to uh, say to the players you know that um, you know I mean you know play the whistle uh, and uh, you know I mean I'm you know I mean, I'm, I'm part time man I mean he's, he was nervous as hell he said you know, he says I'm, I'm a car mechanic actually he trained and that you know he said and uh, so that anybody get anything they'd like to ask and Smitty Tommy Smith said yeah, they say I'm having a bit of trouble with my car at the moment. <laughs> Could you ever look at it after the game? Oh, I mean, that's referees were so terrified of the players. You know, well, coming well, out. At least they joined in a bit of banter, and it, was, it never came off the pitch. Did it? I mean, they might, they might say. And tell you well, something. I, 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 I think that's, that still happens because Clattenburg recently yeah. with Alana, yeah. and you know, I mean, there's, there's nothing. In that. Well, I mean, Southampton were making a big deal. Of, there's not, nothing wrong with a referee having a little chip back at a player. It's all right. part of it. You, you, you trade the old little dig at one uh, another. A referee you? said to me once about, you know, uh, once. Oh, no, yeah, he said, <laughs> no, wait, and it was unusual what he said. He said, uh, "Is it Ian?" He said, after some, something had happened, he said, "My son's a big fan of yours." He says, "You've let him down." His son. <laughs> and I'm, and I, I'm walking away thinking, "What is he talking about?" You know, his son's a big fan of me. But it gave me food for thought. You know, just say, and in Scotland we had a, uh, a referee, Big Tiny Wharton was his name. I remember, Big, him, yeah. I remember Big Tiny, yeah. and he always called you Mister, Mister St John. I'll have no more of that. And you go, okay, referee, thank you. And players had respect for referees back then. Seriously, we did. To, to curse and swear that a referee was just not on. You just wouldn't do it because it, they had that respect. It's like, it's like when Milana actually said, "Okay, the referee said this to me." So if the referee did swear, I'm okay. Yeah. For me, it's part yeah, of the yeah. pitch, whatever. So if I was the referees now, I'd say, well, okay. If swearing is such a bad thing, and I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, you shouldn't be swearing really at the end of the day. But if it happens on the pitch, I mean, no. So every every time a player swears, now you just get your red card and go back. Yeah, yeah. Don't swear. Yeah. I can't have it both ways. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't. I don't even think swearing was an issue. I think he basically just said to him, since you've got in the England squad, you've challenge. got. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You've gone big-headed. <laughs> so it's just a little bit of a thing happened. And that's what annoyed the boy. That's what annoyed him. That you know that whenever he think that because he'd got a cap. Yeah. his head's gone when we sent a league years ago we, we like won the league by Easter and we were getting presented with the Sophie and it was 15, 16,000 all in the main stand and, and I'm shouting at the referee rubbish you know, get, give us a decision and to be fair he stopped it just a local referee or Lancashire whatever he said right come here you and I went no <laughs> and all the crowd are going hey, well, go and get there so I walked 25 yards on the pitch and I'm like off, off the bench and I go up to him like that and he went you feel the right idiot now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, off you go. And the steam's going at me, like, I'll go away. And I go back and sit on the bench, and half time comes, and I go down the tunnel, and I bang on his door, and he opens the door, and he went, oh, I went, 
brilliant. <laughs> it was yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. a diffused. <laughs> 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 <Yeah. laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we finish, let's look forward to the weekend game, Aston Villa, uh, who we we saw the other day and. They don't actually impress you too much, the Villa, do they? But again, a bit like we were talking about Bournemouth before, it's not a game that you're, you're ever going to have to take lightly. Did, did they win at Anfield last season? They did. They did won at Anfield. Exactly. The, the, the only thing I'll say about Villa is that they, if, if they get it right at the back, they're dangerous on the counter-attack, yes. aren't they? They've got yeah. pace and, and, and some games can suit them. But listen, the way Liverpool are going at the moment, um, certainly after the, the high at Stoke and what they did going forward, I... I, I you know, I put my money on um, on Liverpool getting a good solid win against Villa. But exactly the case what you said is that when they came to um, Anfield last year, hey, in the first 25 minutes Liverpool should have won the game, so yeah, all over, right, yeah. let them back in the game, yeah. and to be fair, they did counter attackers and, and to be fair, they've got people capable. M- maybe what happened at Stoke then, and you know, kind of having to win the game twice, might kind of might help just kind of the yeah, the, the, yeah. the focus going into this one, kind of no complacency whatsoever, yeah. and just. You know, get the job done again. They're, they're, nice I said they're a bit like us. They've got players with ability to score goals yeah. that they don't seem to actually gel as a team sometimes. But, like, yeah. but when they do, like they, they are they are dangerous. Oh, the yeah, day. Yeah. Certainly, again, we were talking about the Stoke game. The first game of the season was very important. If he hadn't saved that penalty, Minale, yeah. yes. got a little bit of camaraderie going. Yeah. Got the three points, or, and so the Stoke game. Just recently, again, was a big game because it put us back in the top four. It's really important you follow up on that and yeah, don't give yeah. points away. You know, and to, I won't say smaller teams, wrong word, but the teams that you feel that you should beat, you've got to make sure you do beat them and not just. You know, and it's a kind of momentum thing now because, like, the Villa game, Bournemouth in the cup, the derby, which is going to be a you know, huge derby yeah, considering Everton are going yeah. well. Um, and then you know you're allowed to say that it's too late now yeah they are a little bit of praise yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly they are going well. well I mean Martinez has done has done terrific you know, yeah. it's, um, and then of course early February Arsenal at Anfield another huge one so getting momentum now getting a yeah. you know, little bit of belief and confidence going again I think is, is very important going into those those yeah. bigger games now but even to be fair in, in my time as manager the ones that did us with the, with the, Ast- the Aston Villas yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, game yeah. the, the big teams. games well okay you, you, you draw and you're against the big teams the ones you expect to beat the ones you've got to beat yeah. you know what I mean but you well, don't go on a pitch expecting to win you, you've got to make sure you, you Jim earn, said there before that defensively they're not that good which we, that we are also, good attacking so is that also them they're not that as well. good so <laughs> I, w- I would I would look on the game of the Villa as one where our boys could I'm not saying they fill their boots on it, but you know, get in among the goals here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite confident about that. Yeah. Okay. Now, just a couple of things in the, that's happened during the week. Luis Garcia, one of our former players, has retired. Fond memories of him. Uh, I, I wouldn't say what for me. Boy? No, I didn't work. Didn't no, it was after my my time. Oh, was yeah, I thought yeah, you were. I think Rafford brought him in, didn't he? Really, I think Rafford or, or Gerard, I wouldn't say. But again, he was. At some entertainment value, I don't think he wasn't the greatest. Player. Obviously, he scored some vital goals in on the way to. Um, well, the, the, the Chelsea goal, yeah. as Mourinho yeah. calls it, the ghost <laughs> goal. The ghost That's goal. what he'll always be remembered yeah. for. I, I always, when I talk to anybody who says a Chelsea fan, I go, by the way, that ball was never over the line. And they go mad, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> they 
because they're looking for an argument with yeah. you, you know. And I go, never over the line. I was there. Oh yes, but uh, no, he did. He, he could he could he could give it away, oh. Lewis Garcia as well. Yes. You know, oh, yes. <laughs> but Germain Defoe. Uh, now here's the thing: he's 31 year old. He's going to Toronto. Okay, Spurs get eight million. Eight million for a 31 year old going out of the country. And would you say Germain Defoe? Would you, if you were at a football club, would you buy Germain Defoe, and would you pay eight million for him? Um, I think in, in, in that American league, and to be I'm not talking about. I'm talking about yeah. UK, America. You'll yeah. probably score a few goals, won't you? Oh, you score goals. Is, yeah, is, is Pelly still playing there? <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just retired. Just last week. Pelly played there before <laughs> me, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. so I don't think it's the toughest league. I think again, it's getting better. It's not an easy league, but it's not in, in, yeah. in status, whatever. Yeah. And, and by the way, the Americans are, are creeping up quickly in the international side of things, sitting in their youth side as well. But at the end of the day, he starts thinking about, well, I, I think it'll be okay for World Cup. So if he wants to be in the World Cup, stay there's in only the one place he's going to go in the World Cup. Hey, stay in the country. Do you think Moy would go to Toronto? Uh, to have a look at them, I don't, uh, eh? I don't think so. You didn't have to go far these days. Your television shows you everything. Like it? So going for a bit of skiing, maybe. You know, yeah. <laughs> fancy it's a trip. He, he might go for. I must be honest. I'm surprised yeah. at it. It's, it's good money. It's good money for Tottenham. Oh. But he, sh he should be looking to stay a lot closer to home. I'm always surprised yeah. that the lad doesn't get a regular place in, in, in Tottenham season because he is a threat, but he is a goal threat with, with a bit of pace. But well, well, he's obviously got fed up, hasn't yeah. he? He's got frustrated because the fact that. Adebayor is now fit, uh, and Soldado and Tim Sherwood's gone for the four-four-two, yeah. um, and and he's not in his plan. So he's obviously if told he, him that he doesn't for, want to yeah, sit on the if bench. If he's gone for playing reasons, I would go great because I am a great player, and players should play. Yeah. And if you just want to sit there on the bench and take your money, yeah, I don't sure. like that. But yeah. guys that want to go and play say, "Well, I'm not playing here. I'd rather go somewhere for maybe well, for less money." That's yeah. a, it's maybe it's a strange less. choice, though. At 31. I mean, he still could have gone to America in a couple of years or Canada, as this is, in a couple of years. You know, too. He could easily have picked up another good club in, in the Premier League, no, no shadow, um, yeah. or even even some, somewhere in, on the continent if he if he wanted to. But to go there and jeopardise his, his World Cup, Brazil, I, I'm 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 very surprised. Nice part of the world, though, Jim. Yeah. Toronto. So you, you, you don't think money's come into it? Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm su reputedly yeah, getting eighty grand a week. Well, <coughs> then we'll be I mean, presumably we're getting something similar like that. At the top, I mean, that's no dollars. In, in today's wages, so. Yeah. That's surprising as well because there's supposed to be a kind of system in place with a lot of the clubs in America where it's kind of capped and unless they're kind of um, releasing that a bit now and they're kind of loosening the whole the whole grip all they had on the finances. Putting you know? all their money in the one camp that seems to be, you know. Yeah. <laughs> when I won, we got fifty. When I went to Philadelphia, we got fifty. Could we? And we actually won the league. So there you go. <laughs> you won the league, Roy, in Philadelphia. Mm. What year was that? Seventy-four. 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 Yeah. Times have changed. Have well, they still got a team. Yeah, they are doing okay as well. Yeah, we went, I went over last year for the reunion and we went there. And, and Stevie Nichols. Stevie Nichols is at. Uh, Stevie Nichols was, was, was with TV Boston. now. TV. Um, now he's TV. He's but TV he, he won. He won a couple as a, as a manager. Before he did really yeah. well. Yeah. So he, he got he got the three finals in four years. Didn't yeah, he did really well. You know, but I don't think he won any of them. I think he was a bit unlucky the well, way. There's a guy who never thought of being a manager. Did he? Yeah, never. A million years. What a player, by the way. Oh, terrific. Perfect, and, and, Bruce, and Bruce, is, uh, Bruce is over there as well, isn't he? Is he not? He's Canada. He's Canada. He's is he Canada. Toronto or, or 
Whereas he just a Vancouver. Yeah, he's he's wherever he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not in his box. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, exactly All right, so we will wind it up, boys, at that point. And thanks very much. Thank you. And very enjoyable. And uh, Jim, so that's it from Five Times, uh, Liverpool former players website and uh, podcasting, I should say, shouldn't I? Rather yeah. than website. Yeah, I'll need to get all these little things right. So there we go from Ancient John. Have a good week and let's hope for a great weekend. The legends are going on tour and again there's a silver lining. Dublin, February 27th, 2014. Olympic Theatre Dublin, Jamie Carragher and Diddy Haman. Their Champions League story. Robbie Fowler, Steve McManaman and Jason McAteer. Norway, 26th and 27th of March, 2014. In Oslo and Bergen. All the details online, fivetimes.co. Tickets already selling fast. Don't be the one to miss out. Fivetimes.co. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.